Hello, I'm David Haragliate and welcome to the Gibraltar Business Podcast. Election fever has taken over Gibraltar. We're now super close to election day, so to help you decide, I've been meeting representatives from each party to get their vision for business in Gibraltar. To keep things balanced and to keep things fair, each interview centers around the GFSB's election wish list, which was published in March. I ask my guests the same questions and tackle the same issues. The Gibraltar Business Podcast is brought to you by the GFSB and is sponsored by Gibraltar International Bank, which shares our passion for all things business. So far, I've met Craig Sakharov from the GSD and now it's the turn of Vijay Dairanani from the GSOP Liberals. So Vijay, thank you for joining me on the Gibraltar Business Podcast. You're welcome, David. Uh, I can't believe actually that it's, it's, it's funny that it's the first time you've been on, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, I would have liked to have come on before. And well, you're I'm welcome back anytime. Thank you very much. Uh, so Vijay, um, we are deep into the campaign trail. Um, election fever has taken over the rock. Uh, many of our listeners, of course, know who, who you are and that you've been the Minister for Business, Tourism and the Port um, for a number of years. But can you share your experience just going back to growing up in Gibraltar? Yeah, I mean, look, I've uh, been in Gibraltar all my life. Um, my, uh, I've come from a business background, uh, a retail, family retail business on, on, on Main Street. I was actually a founder member of the GFSB. Yeah in, uh, I think it was 1995, when a group of us got together, a group of small business people got together, and we thought that there wasn't enough representation for the small businessmen, and therefore uh, we formed uh, what is today known as the GFSB, and uh, it's become a, a huge body, and I think it does a fabulous job, um, especially since I've been Minister for Business, you know, I, I have an open door policy with uh, the organization, they come and see me whenever they want and, and look and I, and I tend to, before taking any major decisions, I like to consult with them because at the end of the day it is about, it is about the business uh, sector and if you don't consult with them, well, what's the point of doing something that they're not happy with? So it seems like representation and communication has been there since the start, right? I mean, for sure, that is, that is how uh, this government is, is always uh, listening. And then and, and then we put our and then we put our plans into into place. Mm. What compelled you to enter politics? Well, um, I first stood for election in, in in the year 2000, 23 years ago, and I missed out on a seat by I think it was 60, 60 odd votes. Um, I've been I've always been interested in politics since the age of seventeen. I used to go to the then House of Assembly during my uh, uh, whenever I could. Um, and, um, and I always said that I would like to do my bit for the community. Um, I'd like to try and see if I can make even that small change, if possible. And, um, and then in 2019, when the opportunity arose, um, I took it. Lo and behold, I, I didn't know that after being appointed as Minister for Business and Tourism in, on, on, on Monday, the 21st of October 2019, <laughs> four months later, there will be no business, there will be no tourists, there will be no flights and there will be no cruise ships. But look, I think we, we did a, a fabulous job. Um, we navigated through extremely difficult times. You know, we, as you know, we put in the, 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 the beat um, structure, which helped us uh, save jobs, it helped us save businesses, it helped us to put um, food on people's tables. Uh, it was it was it, it was difficult times and, and, and on, on many days lonely um, 
But look, I think we've, we've pulled through, we've done an excellent job, and I think we've recovered very quickly. Because two years on um, from COVID, we're in a situation where I think that, like I say, we've recovered and we are at pre-pandemic levels on, 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 on many things. The phrase, just hearing you speak there, the phrase, be careful what you wish for, comes to mind a bit, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, you, you mentioned some of the, the, the last four years, which for all businesses, for many of our listeners, will, would have been extremely challenging. Now we're at a kind of another point where people get to decide and choose and vote again. What would you, what's next? What would be your contribution to continuing prosperity? I think we are now in a position that it's all about growth because we've, we've passed that. For me, the, one of the most important things was after the pandemic was to keep the business that Gibraltar had. The last thing we needed was to start losing what we already had worked so hard to, to, to get. So I think we've, we've, we've done that. We've been successful in keeping the business that we, that we had. And now it's a question of, of growth. And, and you will see that in our manifesto uh, because there's a, a lot of uh, uh, new projects for improvement, uh, for investment, uh, for our tourism sector, for, our, for, for of course for our for our business sector. Look, we don't offer audits, we don't offer reviews, uh, we don't offer thinking. What we offer is clear-cut plans, hard work, and continuity. That's that's what the other side the, the other side offers audits and reviews, and we don't we we know what we need to do, and uh, we're raring to go from from day one if we're re-elected. So Vijay, obviously I, I didn't know that you were a founder member of the GFSB, so I've learned something, you learn something new every day. Um, so I think you won't be any stranger to some of the issues that were put in the GFSB uh, election wish list. Now that was published back in March. Um, it, it contained a few issues, a few areas where it, the, the membership could see things could, could improve. One of the areas of concern was social insurance contributions, especially for those self-employed and part-time workers in Gibraltar's community. How would uh, you address those concerns? Look, we need to understand that uh, social insurance is, a, is an important part of, of the government revenue, but primarily it is for the it is, it is to pay for, for your pensions. So it's a uh, nobody likes to see increases in, in, in no business. I mean, as a businessman. Uh, I didn't like to hear when the government wanted to increase any any sort of uh, costs because at the end of the day, we you know we, we work hard and, and, and we want to make as much profit as possible, and and we want to pay as as less as possible. But now coming into government, I realise that sometimes we have to take those uh, difficult decisions to 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 increase costs. Uh, I know that in the in the in the GFSB wish list on the social insurance. You're looking for um, no further increases uh, above inflation, and, and I think that is something that uh, that uh, we we would like to 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 keep to. Um, we're doing that across the board with with many costs, um, and, and I think that that is the way that is the way forward. So, just a bit more detail on that. Can you outline a bit of a strategy for preventing that above inflation um, increase? Well, I mean, the, the, the strategy is, is simple. We, um, when we when we did when we did uh, have our last uh, sort of increase, then uh, we consulted with the with the federation. We, uh, myself and uh, Sergio Bosano, uh, we sat down with the federation with the members of the board and we explained our thinking behind it on why we had to do it, and um, and I think that that the strategy is to to stick to. Uh, to stick to inflation, 
and to and, and to consult if we think that we need to go out of it. But we, we will we will always consult and and it's a simple subject because it's, it's something that is in place. Remember, the system has been there since the AACR days. We haven't uh, uh, there hasn't been much uh, tinkering to it. Hmm. Consultation is key, and we'll come on to that one in a, in a moment. But another area of concern from uh, the GFSB was import duty rates. Um, Regarding that, will you will you simplify and potentially lower rates for local traders, balancing their interests and, and personal imports? Yeah, I mean, we have been carrying out reviews uh, of the import duty uh, uh, rates uh, from the, from the first time since we came into office in two thousand and eleven. So the first budget that we had was the the budget of two thousand and twelve, and we've always looked at uh, different goods representations from different. Uh, uh, sectors of the community, on the sectors of the business community, who, who have felt that we need to reduce uh, import duty rates, and I think we've done that consistently throughout the last twelve years, and we will continue doing that, and we'll keep on consulting on seeing how, uh, if there are other sectors that need that uh, um, that reduction, we are at a, at a stage that I think that um, we've reduced a tre- tremendous amount, and we're paying pretty much zero on, on on many products on Main Street, and the ones that are paying. Uh, paying approximately 3%. So I, I don't think there's really an issue and uh, we're happy to discuss that because I, I really don't think there's, that's an issue. BJ, you talked about um, communication earlier and consultation, sorry. Uh, should you be re-elected, do you plan to reconvene and empower the Small Business Board? Well, yes, um, that, that's in place. Uh, we've probably not had as many meetings as we would have liked simply because of, uh, you know, for, for COVID reasons. I know that... Um, People don't want to hear about COVID, but look, it's a fact. I mean, other people can say it was a smoke screen or an excuse, but we know that that is not the case. Uh, ask the businessman who was struggling uh, two years ago and uh, and didn't know where the next uh, next uh, you know sale was coming from. So so that was not an excuse, and that was certainly not a not a smoke screen. And and the small business board will continue because it's been there, and with and with regular with regular uh, meetings. And the moment I have my uh, first meeting, which 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 we will, in my view, we'll probably have it in, within the first month of being re-elected, and then we will put in a, a regular structure. Okay, brilliant. And, and some of the issues that will be, I think, you know, just talking to some of our members, the uncertainty of the agreement might pop up there as well, and, and, and ways to deal with that. BJ, looking back on kind of the last four years, one thing that, that came through was the business improvement district, which was the bid, right? So the scheme was not successful. It didn't, it didn't follow through, but the legislation supporting it did go through parliament. Is there an appetite amongst the GSLP liberals for implementing a similar scheme? Look, what we won't do is impose anything on, on anyone. And, and, and I think we should clarify that this wasn't a government project. This was a private sector-led project where uh, we were approached and uh, we were told that you know there's a possibility of doing this and that funding was required from the government. Uh, we were happy to, to support that because uh, we feel that uh, Main Street and, and then the side streets. Remember, the, the initial project was just Main Street, but then it was, it was, um, it was uh, sort of, uh, the, the side streets were, were sort of included. We had no issue with that and, and, and we said that we would, we, we would back it. Um, the reason then it, it didn't happen was there was there was more sort of an opposition towards it than 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 than, than people being in favour. So we've we've parked that for now, and um, 
But what we've done is, as you will, you will have seen in our manifesto, we have uh, announced a beautification scheme, a beautification program for Main Street. We will include the, uh, the side streets in, in that beautification. Uh, that will be a, a no cost to the, to, to the business, so they won't have to pay for it. The government will pay for it. I think that is good news for, for, for our traders and, and for, our, for our business people. So that is, that, that is a start. Once again, we're happy to engage with them if, if they feel there's anything further that needs, needs to be done. But I think that's a start, and I think that's a very important start. Uh, uh, we will create, we'll constitute a, a, a Main Street consultative group, and uh, we will consult with every single shop on Main Street will have a say in, in this. I mean, every single shop uh, keeper will have a say in, uh, in, in, in what they think should be done. Our plans are clear because we've, we've already got our plans and it, this is not something that we, we need to do a lot of work on. But the final uh, part of this uh, jigsaw is to get um, people to say yes. Uh, because what I, what I wouldn't want is a repetition of, of, of going ahead with something and then people say, but this could have been done this way or, or that could have been done another way. So we will do the final uh, bit, which is the consultation, and we will proceed. We're ready to go. Um, and. Um, we will start works within the, the, the next financial year. Brilliant, we look forward to those. <laughs> uh, transparency is, is paramount amongst our members. Um, how will you ensure greater transparency and accountability in government, uh, procurement through public tenders? Well, we have a very transparent uh, tender system. Uh, everything, goes out, everything that needs to be done goes out, through, goes out, to, goes out to, um, to tender. And uh, or, or expressions of, of interest, but we will continue doing that, and we, we really have. Uh, there's no issue. I don't see an issue. I have really not been. I mean, the first time that I that I uh, that I saw this mentioned was in the wish list, but it's never been brought up to me in my several meetings with with, with the mm. with the federation. Another area that was brought in the in the wish list was the fees for registering vacancies and employees. Um, what measures or what commitment is there for looking at these fees or reducing these fees? Yes, I mean, uh, I, can't recall, I can't recall when, but uh, the, for example, the registration of a vacancy was uh, £18.50 and that was reduced to £8.60. I don't know when it was, a year or so ago, a couple of years ago. Um, so look, we're, we're not here to, uh, let's, let's make it clear, we're not here to uh, charge the business uh, for the sake of it. And, uh, and certainly we're happy to receive, we're happy to receive any, um, any representation on that. We will take it on board and, 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 and if, it's, uh, if it's feasible, we'll do it. There's, there's absolutely no problem with that. A couple of last questions now, so thanks for your time. I know how busy, busy you are. Um, just... Can you summarise your strategy for advancing business in Gibraltar, for continuing the work that you've been doing over the last, in government for you as a minister for the last four, since 2011, and why voters should trust your leadership with their votes? Look, we have a track record of, of helping businesses. We've, we've done that for the last uh, eight years, uh, the first eight years, and then the, 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 these four years in, in, which, in which really our term of office was cut in half uh, with COVID. But I think we showed that we are the party for business. We are the government for for business. In the, the manner that we came out to to make sure to protect this shield around our, our business people and our workforce, 
um, during COVID so that we could survive and that we could come back stronger. And I think we've done that. We've recovered so quickly. And all that is, is I, say, I say partly due because, uh, because we couldn't have done it without the businessman, uh, who, businessman, businesswoman who has uh, done a tremendous job in, in fighting and making sure that they, that they keep that, that business. And we have also uh, shown that uh, we are keen on, on promoting uh, Gibraltar uh, as, a, as a jurisdiction where you can do business easily. Um, and, and not only that, but we are, we've been promoting Gibraltar throughout the United Kingdom, throughout the world, uh, to attract as many tourists as possible, because that is what uh, uh, Main Street is about, uh, that is what our hospitality businesses uh, want. Um, and I think uh, it would be unforgivable if we hadn't done, uh, hadn't done that. Uh, we will com continue marketing uh, Gibraltar, we will con continue helping Gibraltar, and like I said, we, we are the government for business. Okay, so Vijay, thank you for your time. I'm sorry for the delay in bringing you onto no, the show, but you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> look forward to it, look forward to it. Thank you and all the best. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this election special of the Gibraltar Business Podcast. Thank you, VJ, for your time. You can listen to the other two election specials as these may help you decide on election day. As well as our sponsors, the Gibraltar International Bank, I'd like to thank everyone who contributes to the project and keeps the podcast going from strength to strength. So it's a goodbye from me. Thank you for tuning in. And just remember to head out and vote on the 12th of October. See you very soon.